Come with me and you'll see a world of imagination. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the best podcast on earth about nonsense. I am Chris Cash from Mount Philip Works, joined by my co-host Roy the Psychopath Scott. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. Today is an episode that everybody has been asking us to do because we always forget to do it. It's more or less going to be a shout-out episode. Hell yeah. We're going to be shouting out all kinds of people this entire episode. It might not be a very long episode, but it's going to be a, long, it's going to be a lot of shout-outs. So, Go. What's up, man? What's going on with you? I'm working. I'm fucking working. You like you asked me I that like that you had to believe. I know you asked me like and you're like in disbelief every time that I say I'm fucking working. Well, because I look at your stories and you're you're fascinated by the fact that boiled linseed oil rags ignite, which everybody's known <laughs> for the last hundred years. But for some reason, it's like a it's like a, a kid that sees something shiny and you're mm-hmm. like, Woohoo! <laughs> Anyway, I'm fresh off the heels of uh, being in upstate New York at the uh, Catskill Mountain Maker Camp, and they did uh, another hammering event, which was fucking amazing. It looked really fun. So much fun, dude. So many like-minded people and just like crazy. uh, And the the best part of the whole thing was that you weren't in any of the pictures. I wasn't in any pictures! (laughs) I took a lot of the pictures, so I wasn't in any of them. That was a great thing. It wasn't about me, though. It was about all the people learning and fucking having a good time. And people came from all over the place to to have a good time, and that's what it's all about. And a lot of people that have never hit hot steel ever before got to do Mm -hmm. it for the first time. And, uh, yeah, Austin there at the Maker's Camp. Such a crazy, killer, awesome, amazing event. I just can't say enough about it. But yeah, so there was a lot. There was a ton of ton of people there, um, and I'm gonna try and shout every single oh, one of those people. Holy out. shit! But seriously, Loki, I was thinking, is Chris even up there? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's exactly what Matt was saying too. He said the same thing. He's like, dude. You didn't post anything. You weren't in any yeah. of the shots. You went and fishing, you motherfucker. You're I like, didn't go fuck these guys. I'm, going, <laughs> I'm hitting go the river. No, I was there. I just I wasn't on my phone that much. Service is kind of garbage up there, depending on where you're at. So uh-huh. there was no reason to even be on my phone. But yeah, let's roll it out to all the people that came to the uh, the hammer in. I'm gonna try and rattle off names, and they're gonna be Instagram names mixed with real life names, whatever. It doesn't matter. In no particular order. No particular order. See Matt and make. He was a great, great dude. That was the first time he's ever been there. I'm not going to go over every single person, but some of these people have been there before. Uh, Papa Castle, Tiff from Night Carver Studios, Jacob from Who Knows, Dave Bauer from Dave Bauer Art, KO from Sheet Metal HVAC, Keith Decent and his friend Joanna. They were awesome. Stu from Yellow Mug, Elm City Dave, Andrew Berkey, Paul Pinto showed up. Heyo. Blackthorn Concepts was the name of the gentleman that was taking all the amazing photos there. He took all the really, really, really great photos, but Blackthorn so Concepts not, not on Instagram. not the shitty ones that you were taking? Not the shitty phone ones, but he actually had a professional <laughs> camera. Oh, but, shit. Uh, yeah, Blackthorn Concepts, because so go check him out on Instagram. He, he's got a really, he's got a bunch of really cool photos, and he's going to take mm-hmm. more. Um, Graz from Graz Makes was there. Uh, Derek from Malden, thank you. Oh, <laughs> Lucas that's his man. line. From Man Made on Instagram, he was there, and uh, Dre from Crafts with Dre, she was there, she was awesome. The dynamic duo from PL Smith, Luke and Priscilla, 
They were there. Craig from Barefoot Forge. Uh, Rob Rojas, which Rob, for people who don't know, Rob uh, helps out Jimmy in the shop. He basically does all the machinery um, Mm -hmm. restorations for him. Uh, My buddy Mike from Mike Mucci from Long Island, he came out. Dave France from Pennsylvania came out. And I know I'm forgetting a bunch of other people, but that's all I have written down. And, of course, the man, the myth, the legend. Jimmy Darasta hangs out, hangs out with everybody and has a fucking good time. And of course, of course, Austin, who runs the Blackthorn Resort and holds these awesome events, cannot thank you enough. And I'm going to get right into it. For those of you that have not booked tickets to the Catskill Mountain Maker Camp, you need to book them now because they are selling out extremely fast. The interest for the first year wasn't as high because nobody thought it was going to be something, but it is something. It's huge. And it's Friday, October 8th through Monday the 11th. You need to go book your tickets now because they're going to run out. You can camp there, but you want a room because it's fucking cold in in upstate New York in October. (laughs) So you can camp, but my ass ain't camping. God, you're going to be bunked up with moonshine. The talent and the um, the demonstrators that are going to be there, Roy included, uh, he doesn't fall into either of those categories. It's true. He will be there, but no, there's it's off the charts with the amount of people that are going to either demonstrate or just go hang out. I mean, people are coming from literally, um, as long as some of the other countries get opened up, they're literally coming from all over the world. Um, hopefully by October, everything is somewhat back to normal with everybody getting vaccinated and whatnot. But yeah, Catskill Mountain Maker Camp. Follow The Maker Camp on Instagram. Go to the website. All the information is right there for tickets and everything. You do not want to miss this event. It is insanely, insanely cool. It's a ton of like-minded people and just great all-around people. And the place is awesome. October 8th through the 11th in upstate New York. So when you say the Monday the 11th, like what's going on? Is like people like filing out? We're packing out? up. We're packing yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Pack yeah, up yeah. day. But yeah, I mean, you squeeze like, I'll be there on, I think, Wednesday or Tuesday getting set up and everything. So, and picking people up from the airport and all that great shit. But um, Dang, you're like the concierge service. I'm like the concierge service. I'll be the MC. If you do go to the event, you will be so mm. sick of hearing my voice by the God. end of it. Because I yell through a megaphone the entire God, time. No, and it's God. amazing. Yep. Seriously. That's, that's it. But yeah, go check out the Mega so, Camp. So get your Dallas, tickets and let's go. Dallas in on attendance. What do you think it was first year? Oh, it's hard to tell because people came for a day. People came for two days. Yeah. Shit. There was, um, for the first year, there had to be 500 people. What? Yeah. For the first year, all in and out all weekend. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think it was that big. Oh, Holy yeah. We, we didn't think it was going to be that big either. But, yeah. I mean, on average, like, the people that were floating around all day, it was probably, like, I don't know, 100, 150 people, but, you know, mm-hmm. through through the whole thing. Austin, would, he'd gladly give us exact numbers, but there was a lot of fucking people. It was awesome. There's shit for sale. There's tools for sale. There's demos. There's, like, you know, anything you're interested in, maker concept-wise, that shit's for sale. It's there. You can check it out. You can try it out. There'll be so, blacksmithing demos and welding demos, and you can get your hands dirty with all that shit, so. Fuck dirty hands. Um, What do you... <laughs> What do you, what demo are you most excited about seeing this coming up here? Um, of course it's going to be the blacksmith tent. I mean, that's like, 
where all the where all the good shit goes down at. I mean, the guys from the Modern Forge, Cliff Dufton, Johnny mm-hmm. Riotti, Jeff Fader, Jesse Savage, Keith Mitchell, Dave Cadrilla, they're all going to be there, probably put on another crazy show. They, they put on a fantastic, fantastic demo. I know there's a bunch of other people in that mix as well. Steve Pellegrino, uh, Marekka Mamasi, um, they were all in the thing to go. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be really freaking crazy. Do you know of anyone like that you've talked to that's going to work on something specific that you're just like really jacked about? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You uh, honestly, the way these demos work is people don't know what they're going to do until like a month, month before. So I don't, I don't know what people are working on or I don't think anybody's playing that far ahead, but there's like resin pours that go on all day. There's, um, you know, wood turning bowl making, uh, you can do some fabrication if you want to, there's so, a chainsaw carver. It's, it's gonna so be, it's gonna be dial good. it like dial us in on the logistics of things. We're doing whenever, a lot of dialing in. I know because <laughs> I don't fucking know. God yeah. damn it. So whenever you say maker camp, I envision yeah. like a big fucking field yep. tents and you then like big wall canvas. Like where's the actual work and demo stuff being done? And what are the They're power all, requirements? It's all under, and, it's all under tents. He's got all the power we need. I mean, obviously it doesn't have three phase in the middle of a field, but, uh-huh. um, but no, he's, he brings power out to whatever we need. And so and, guys can run like two twenty equipment and stuff or not. No. Um, yeah. How does this work? Yeah. yeah. No, he has single phase two twenty there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? We had some two twenty machines running last year. Yep. Yep. Austin hooks it up, man. He's got fucking got you tell him what you need and he fucking makes it happen. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's legit. Dang. And for all you people that enjoy the bar scene, the fucking resort has a badass like nightclub, cool bar, live music every single night. There'll be live music out where we're at. And yeah, it's a party. It's fun. It's great. It's amazing. I can't say enough about it. Who's who's the band? Do we know yet? I have no idea, honestly. It's important. This is very important. It's Austin, your kind of music. Austin, don't they fuck play, it up. There's don't a lot of your kind of music, so it's a lot of dog shit music. <laughs> your <laughs> no, kind of music. Fucking no, it's asshole. Good, though. It's good. He always has a. He's got it all in check. He knows what's going on. He knows what's. He's up. got he it all dialed in. Yeah, he's got it all dialed in, man. No, he knows what people like, so it's a good time. It's a good time. So but yeah. Okay. Last question. Uh huh. How many people are you all anticipating this year? We have no idea with the way COVID happened. I mean, yeah. it could be, you, you don't know until the month before, really. But I know he's selling rooms out quicker than shit, so. That's good. That's yeah. really good. Yep. So go out there, support uh, what Austin's doing. This is like the Mecca of Meccas. It's not all commercialized with big brands and mm-hmm. crap. It's just like people mm-hmm. that do Just things. hanging out. Just hanging Spon- out. Sponsored by DeWalt. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. He's got some. He's got some sponsors coming in there, but um, it's definitely not a trade show. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know, it's people are working with their hands actively every single day and in the community, and it's just a great hang. It's a great fucking hang. I am really excited. And for all you axe nerds, Roy Scott will be demonstrating his amazing draw knife techniques. <laughs> no, you'll be there all day. There's a bunch of uh, the wood tents popping off. There's a lot of guys. Justin Dietrich, he's a timber framer. He'll be there. Paul Jackman, he'll be there. Pat Lapp, he'll be there. Um, there's a couple other guys I'm missing. Bastion Head, he'll be there. Um, 
yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a chainsaw car and guy, I don't know his name, but he'll be there. So yeah, there's a lot of, it's not just blacksmith shit. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of everything. Anything you're interested in will be there. So is, uh, is Andrew going to be there? I have no idea. That'd be cool to have him up there. I don't think it's this scene. Really? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, like blacksmith machines and stuff, and yeah. just like, like I, he knows a lot of these people. It'd just be fun to just fucking hang out. I mean, that that, whatever. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hanging out with Mister Fucking Cowboy Ben Snoor. Oh yeah, he'll be there. I, I, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to hanging out with him and seeing that blue blue fucking brim hat of his. I got word that our little monster, Leah Airpots, is going to be there. Oh, yeah? Flying down. Yep. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good time. But, yeah, any questions you guys have, feel free to DM myself or Austin at The Maker Camp on Instagram, and he'll he'll get back to you, or I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And if, if he doesn't answer you, I'll get him to give me an answer. So, yeah, if you have any questions, go. It's a tiny bit of investment for the amount of return you get. It's huge. It's amazing. Can't say enough well, about it. Well, I, I could, I just see it as going someplace and just having a million ideas just like spur out of something like. It's watching, inspiring. Yes. Yeah. You go home and you want to do shit. Yeah. Yes. You 100%. From the you hammer know, in this weekend, you know how many guys I got that went home and started coal forges? Oh, I bet. Dave France went home, immediately built a coal forge. Uh, Luke and Priscilla, he immediately went home and started taking apart this old coal forge he's gonna get it up and running i had a couple other guys uh one guy that took the that did the hammer in this weekend bought an anvil from me this morning um what? another guy's buying an anvil from me so yeah they're like everybody's super into it and they had a really good time and it was awesome to see the transition of everybody start making knives mm-hmm. and then i would demo a little piece like a wall hanging sculpture or something and then they're they like something clicked like oh shit we can do yeah. stuff besides make a knife <laughs> no they were so, probably like oh shit chris actually is a blacksmith no that, yeah no. yeah anyway um so like no like what i'm talking about, about what i'm Jackson? talking about hang on a second what i'm talking about is like see like we get so fucking trapped in our little bubbles and tunnel yeah. vision and yep. just like walking around and seeing other people work on stuff completely different will just just spur for freaking creativity and go, yeah, I, I wonder how I could incorporate something like that into what I'm doing. Right. And, and just off to the freaking races and something cool happens. That's exactly right. Um, as far as vintage X works and what's going on with me, I in talking shout outs, fucking Jeremy Meadows of Meadows Woodshop. Holy shit, man. I spent, I, I don't know, fucking hours down there last Thursday working on some stuff that I'm right. Working on for the Woodpreneur. If you guys don't know who Steve Lazalier, the Woodpreneur podcast, Acres of Timber, this dude is super fucking awesome, inspiring to like the fucking teeth on this guy, man. Like the shit that he's doing and just the community community that he is bringing, um, focused on woodworking um, and sawmills and just anything cool with wood. I can't say enough about this guy. Um, so hopefully. Um, I'm going down again to Jeremy's tomorrow to do some more laser stuff. And, whoa, a noise at Chris's house, not at mine. Holy shit. That was weird. <laughs> They're coming for you, motherfucker head. They ain't coming for me, not up here. So, <laughs> I think that was a tractor, actually. <laughs> anyway. But, so, you know how, I'm going to tell a quick little story. Yep. So, 
you know how things go when you're working on something and you have a fucking deadline, you have all these expectations and you're just head down fucking working, working, working. And it's like you're forcing something to happen. And no matter how hard you work, no matter what little workaround you're doing, no matter like who you have helping, like it just isn't going to fucking happen. And and that's what happened with me and Jeremy uh, on Thursday. I was down there seriously, like almost eight hours. Handle work is beautiful. Leather work is beautiful. But trying to use a CO2 laser on metal, there's a workaround, but it ain't good. Yeah. And it's just never quite good enough. And like you can get to a point where you're like, I can live with this. Right. But in the back of your mind, there's like there's something better out there. And I right. just have to fucking put in the effort to go get it. Yeah. And if things would have kind of worked out OK, I would have I would continue using a CO2 on metal. But because there is a workaround, um, but because I wasn't happy with it, it just made me get off my ass. And all day Friday, I looked for a fiber laser engraver close to me. I found one an hour and a half away from me. Sweet. I, dri- I drive down to his place on Saturday morning. I meet him at 10 o'clock and I walk in and it's a fucking pet crematorium. And I'm like, am I at the right fucking place? Because uh. <laughs> I, I walk in and seriously, it's like there's water features with like rocks stacked yeah, up yeah, and yeah. like tranquil music. <laughs> And <laughs> it's like my shop. It's like my shop. There's water features and tranquil music. <laughs> Seriously. And he's like, uh, yeah, you're you're in the right spot. Uh, my wife has this pet cremation business, and you know, so you along, bought a laser. I did not buy a laser. No, I'm, oh, I went down to his place. Oh. And and this pet cremation place. You know, they 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 also do lots of engravings on urns and plaques and whatever, like, you know, fucking Fido 2020, like ran out (laughs) in the road or whatever. Yeah. So take a dark turn, motherfucker. (laughs) So um, I'm like, I'm kind of confused. And he's like, Fido ran out (laughs) in the road. What the hell is wrong with you? So. Yeah, I just wanted to say Fido ran out in the road 2012. Thank you. That's how I want to remember him. Ran out on the road. Got hit by a car. I'm just saying. That's what I got you. So he goes, come on in the back. And I got my box full of axe heads. And uh, he opens the door. And there's this roaring furnace the size of my shop. And he's like, don't mind that. There's an animal in there. And I'm like, oh, my okay. God. What okay. was it, a horse the size of your I mean, shop? Dude, it's huge. Jesus. I mean, seriously, like if you want to dispose a body, I mean, like, <laughs> well, that's what it's for. <laughs> seriously, Lexington engraving. I'm sure they'll oh hook my. you up okay, for like some cash okay, under the table. Okay. So there's that room. And then he's like, don't worry about that. There's an animal in there. Let's go into here. And he opens this door and it's literally like an eight by 10 room. If that <clears throat> and it's command central, like four computer screens up, a laser engraver here, a rotary engraver there, all sorts of like little keychains, tumblers, trinket bullshit, like stacks and stacks of fucking metal blanks. He's got a little shear that's probably a foot by foot. And uh, I was like, all right, this is this is cool. And then he he was like, well, I, I was playing around with your artwork 
and he puts it on this fucking laser and to like resize the shape, like the uh-huh. logo, yeah. all he does is just change the focal point of the fucking of the lens coming down and it's projecting either bigger or smaller how, uh, how high yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So like adjusting anything like that on the fly is just uh, I mean it's fucking simple. Right. And then dude, he turns that fucking thing oh. on. Really? Come the fuck on! <laughs> you rude ass. I have a health condition. Yeah, it's called <laughs> stupidity. So, Wait, was I not muted? Fucking idiot. <laughs> so he turns this laser on, and it like you're it, gonna make fun of me because I have a health condition. <laughs> I'm gonna make fun of you because you have the head. The size I have a health of condition. <laughs> this laser comes out, and it's like. It starts the whole width of the logo, and then it goes down to a fucking point. It's like following right down to a goddamn pinpoint. This thing is like tits McGee amazing. And uh, so I'm like, hey, do you uh, do you mind if I take a couple pictures, a couple videos? And he's like, no, go ahead. I don't care. I know you're going to look it up and see how much this thing costs. And I was like, uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do anything like that <laughs> as I'm like looking on my phone. Yeah. And, uh, He's like, yeah, this is a $25,000 laser. And I was like, really? really? Sure enough, I look on there. Yeah, American-made fucking lasers. Okay, like, did it do what you wanted it to do? In seconds, it did exactly what I wanted it to do. Sweet. In fucking seconds. So go sell more axes and buy the laser. I need to. So I tell my wife, I was like, hey, I need to buy this $25,000 <laughs> laser. And she goes, motherfucker. You spent $4,000 on a CNC router, and it's not even here yet, and you want to buy another machine? Well, yeah, it's like, yeah, the lasers, the laser does something differently, though. Yeah. <laughs> so just imagine this, though. In my basement that I'm, I'm fixing up right now to put yeah. um, the, the router in, a CNC router, a CO2 laser, a fucking fiber optic laser. There I can you do go. every piece of customization. Yeah, you don't all, have to... T- you don't have to touch anything. You can keep your pretty little hands so clean. Uh, that's that's the goal. I don't want to touch anything. <laughs> the, <laughs> the problem with with either and like I'm saying problem air quotes is that Jeremy's two hours away. This fiber laser is an hour and a half away. It's a whole day. Like I go down there, whole day's gone. Right. So I mean, it, it, if a dude owned a fiber laser. 20 minutes for me, I wouldn't even consider buying one at this point. Yeah. But it doesn't exist because they're so fucking expensive. Right. And, they're, and it, you know, it's not just fucking axes. And, like, this is a great fucking pivot machine. I mean, I could do Fido fucking shit all day long. <laughs> Fido shit. Fido get in remembrance. Fido got hit by the car January yeah. 1st. <laughs> 2021. So another shout out. Uh, AK Tools, Austin Kelly, uh, he helped me with some vinyl stuff and some sticker stuff and some stencil stuff. Uh, and also, Wait, for Vintage Axe Works? Yeah. What do you mean? Like he did product for you? He did some stuff for me. I'm going to I'm gonna show it in a little bit. Don't you oh, worry. No, I want to see what it looks like because I want some shit. Well, he's not a sticker guy or a oh, stencil I thought, guy. I like, No, he's helping he me like, out. 
Oh, don't fu- look. Don't help Roy. Let him fucking figure it out. <laughs> this, this fucking guy's been spoon fed his whole life. Let him Holy figure something out. Fed my fucking ass. Why do you think ass. he's got such a? He's got ten thousand square foot facility over there. He's making. Oh yeah, I do. I do. I've got Jesus ten thousand square feet. <laughs> you fucking idiot. What is uh, the update on the uh, shop? So the, the shop. shop like you, you were talking about getting a new shop or expanding a new shop. I, I know it, it, that's on the fucking back burner because we have all this unutilized space down in the fucking basement where like it's just a huge fucking shit show of storage stuff down there. So I cleaned it all out. And now as I'm like cleaning shit out in the basement, I discovered that there's water coming in in the back corner. So I start peeling that shit back last night. Oh, yeah. I tore down two fucking walls and water is coming in in the corner, leaking through the freaking block and the foundation. I got a guy coming in fucking. Are you taking pictures of me, bitch? No, 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 not at all. (laughs) (laughs) So you got a guy coming in for what? To to seal it up and repair it and do all that sort of horse shit. And I got a guy coming to put seamless gutters all the way around the house to help prevent this shit from happening. Like just a lot of and I got. Um, shop and like fucking repairs I need to do. There's a leak up here, like just stupid fucking shit that just eats up a ton of time. And all I want to do is just go in. I see the fucking smirk on your face, motherfucker head. I see, <laughs> you're probably videoing me right now. <laughs> um, oh Jesus. All I want to do is just um, get stuff dialed in before the router gets here. So I want to do I want to make it look fucking cool. I want to carry the theme of the shop into the basement. So either pallet wood or slabs with some uh, uh, galvanized sheet metal on the walls and on the ceiling and all that sort of stuff. But now I've run into this basement issue and, you know, like it's just like start and stop, start and stop. And it's just fucking just want to go, you know, I mean, kind of like you and your shop. Yeah. You've been working on it. You've been working on it fucking forever. Yeah. And And we'll get there. Yeah. It's crazy. I got a roof on my shop. I need a roof on my house. Shout out to anybody that does our roofs on the East Coast here. (laughs) I need a roof on my house. Hook you up with a shout out. Oh, my God. But no, I got a roof on the new shop and I need to get a roof on my house now. So, (laughs) but anyway, um, what else you got? I see you're like looking over your notes. I am looking at my notes. You actually Uh, made notes for a nonsense episode. I did. Uh, (laughs) So speaking of collaborations, Badgerclaw, our buddy, John, he and I have been talking today, um, so in kind of conjunction with the woodpreneur stuff. So I'm like, so this one fucking project has me, has Steve Lazalier from Woodpreneur. It has Jeremy Meadows for laser engraving. It's got the fucking Lexington engraving guy. And now Badgerclaw Leather is jumping in on it. So a lot of fucking, a lot of working parts to try to make this happen and it's going to be a really cool project, and I'm really excited about it. So, for those of you that don't know who he's talking about, go check out the episode we did with Badger Claw Leather John. He's uh, John Maynard. He's a badass mofo. John actually sent me a hat, too. Thank you, John. He sent me a hat also. Not oh, a hat. Yeah. A, we call them toboggans here. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It was a hat to keep my big-ass head warm. Thank you, John. <laughs> Appreciate that. But So there's that. Um, there's that specific stuff that I've been working on, uh, epoxy stuff, laminate stuff, man, that laminate that I just put out today. 
seriously. Oh, so good. It did look good. Fucking, there's a, it's a piece of spalted maple with curly maple in it also. Holy shit. Like looked it. fucking good. Like and then it. this, this fucking purple epoxy with, uh, that, that piece of spalted maple in there. Jeez Louise, come on. Um, hell yeah. What about you? Like work specific stuff. You said you're, uh, you're. We're working on projects for the YouTube channel still, so nothing I can talk about yet. That's Are you it. ever going to be allowed to talk about? Ne- next month. Next month I can. I can't this month. There's only two more weeks left in this month, but yeah, next month I'll be able to talk about it, and the videos will be out and all that shit, and then we can go on. Like yeah, but yeah, we're just okay. uh, helping Matt with setting up shots today and he was taking some uh final footage for a big project and then uh oh i screwed up my scheduling and thought i was supposed to leave this week for the thing upstate pennsylvania but <laughs> i like <laughs> called dude like hey uh what's up with this thing he's like uh you're a week ahead buddy i'm like what thought it was this week he's like no it's next week so i was like sweet so I was working on getting the hotel situated and good thing yeah. I didn't book a hotel for this weekend because I'd have been the only dumb motherfucker there. Oh my god, that would <laughs> so have been yeah, hilarious. So yeah, it's next week up in upstate uh, Pennsylvania, and actually it's near Poxitani. It is a blacksmithing event uh, mm-hmm. slash tool gathering. Um, basically, just another thing to get together and hang out and shit. So yeah, I'll be up there. One. So I've got two more shout-outs. Two one, more shout-outs? This is pretty one, much a shout-out episode. Yeah. So let it rip. So, Tater Chip. Um, let it rip, Tater Chip! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we, I've mentioned him so many freaking times, it's like a broken goddamn record, but seriously, Evan Watson, Evan the Engraver. I uh, he's him. making your work look better. He is. Um, seriously, that... That melted skull that he's working on, and is we've got it. Calling it the melted that's, skull. That's what he's calling it. Right um, all, dude, all that shit is hand drawn on his iPad. I mean, you want to talk about he's the hours, man. like hours just drawing it, and then yep. fucking countless hours hand engraving it. Oh my god. Yep. And then final, final shout out for me. No problem. Uh, <clears throat> Here's a shit. We can do what I want. This is our podcast. Yeah, Whatever this is our want. podcast, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Neil Kamamura. Uh, I was talking to him on the phone a couple uh, last week, and he said something, and I've already told you about this, but I'm going to say it again. Yeah, no problem. It's so simple yet so profound, and it's just like he said, blacksmiths and knife makers and anyone that does stuff with their hands, he said, they just think small. And I was like, oh, God, you're fucking right. He goes, you just need to think big. So I, I have on my little cheat sheet right here, it yeah, says, yeah. think big. Think big. Think big. And, and he's so fucking right. Yeah. Like, just don't think about the shit that you're working, like, right in front of your face. I mean, it's like it's so dumb to say, you can't see the forest or the trees. And it's so fucking true. Like, every yeah. project is the tree right in front of your fucking face, and you can't see the bigger, broader picture of where you want to take your business, where you, how you want to grow your business or, right. or expand doing other things. Like, because we get so focused on a stupid fucking purple guy yeah. hatchet. You can't see it. Jesus you Christ. Think. That's hideous. Not uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be, that could be said for, if you want to expand your shop as well, say you do this as a hobby and you have a day job. Roy's necessarily talking about business, but if you want to make something bigger for yourself, just figure out how to do it. Just think bigger. If you want a just, bigger shop or a bigger forge or a bigger anvil or a bigger 
bandsaw to cut more axe handles, figure out how to do it. Think bigger. That's it. It's, it's so simple, you know? Yeah. Just think big. But think big. And and on you know just talking to him he's like in a different fucking stratosphere so for him to say think big it's like um just the fucking sky's the limit on what you can what you can fucking achieve and it's it's just i've been thinking about it a lot and i don't know i don't know what do you have like a tear in your eye right now i do, do you need a tissue i do i do um, I don't know what it specifically means for vintage axe works, but I just yeah. keep saying over and over and over to myself, just think bigger, think bigger, think bigger. There you go. I mean, it, like, again, it's so simple, but yet so profound. Basically, you want robots and lasers to make all the axes for you. I do. Again, I don't <laughs> want these pretty hands getting dirty. Gotta keep his hands clean. <laughs> All right, so uh, I know a lot of people are probably listening to this like, just tell us who won. Oh, my God. So from the astronaut in the ocean story post that everybody did, here's what the fuck you're going to win. For all of those, for all of you who didn't participate, you're getting a custom forged axe by me and handled by Roy, getting sent to your house. Oh, That's what you're getting. So for all of you guys that participated, posted uh, stories with the stupid-ass song in the background and everybody was getting tired of fucking hearing it. Yeah. That's what you win. And the winner is Jeremy Ken- Kenyon. Are Jeremy. you? No, 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 no. Jeremy we can't Kenyon. let that motherfucker win. Jeremy no, Kenyon no, had the most no. creative video with Dude, that song no. in the background. Yep. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Listen. that was my pick for it. Roy's going to pick the next giveaway. But yeah, Jeremy, is it Kenyon? Am I pronouncing yeah. that correct? Okay, Jeremy Kenyon. Jeremy, I forged an axe for you this morning, which I'm going to send to Roy hopefully by this weekend. He'll try and get it handled in between now and Blade Show. But Jeremy had the best. If you didn't go see Jeremy's post, go to Black Boar and Co. on Instagram. It's his very last post where he took one of Roy's shitty gray shirts and washed his truck with it. And I loved it. It you was motherfuckers. It was the absolute best video. There were some runner ups, though. My buddy Josh from Hollow Z Forge. He opened a beer with his power hammer. He cut up his dinner with his power hammer. He did all kinds of crazy shit with his power hammer with the song in the background. Uh, somebody threw a butcher fucking knife. There was all kinds of cool shit. There was, Very much yeah. appreciated, you guys. That was awesome. And sorry for all of those. For all you guys that didn't get it. And like, yeah. why are you playing this stupid song in the background? Well, now you get it. You want to ax from myself and Roy. Jeremy. So, two things. Me. Two fucking things here. One... Fuck you, Jeremy, for doing that. <laughs> it's the only thing gray shirts are good for. And number two, this has got to be the luckiest motherfucker ever. He won a Black Raven. Did he? Yes. He I won this fucking axe. Okay. J- JC just won a fucking another auction or a, a fucking raffle yeah. for him. And I, I, I did an axe for for Messer to send to fucking Jeremy. There we go. So seriously, that, right dude, that dude needs to go buy some goddamn lottery tickets. <laughs> He's the luckiest motherfucker yeah, ever. That was the coolest post though. I, really, <laughs> no, I thought that was no, 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 no. That it was, was not. super funny. It was good <laughs> shit. But yeah, Jeremy King, you won the axe. Congratulations. I didn't tell Roy. Obviously, you can tell by his reaction. I didn't tell him that's who I was picking. But we'll do it again. Uh, stay tuned. Listen to the podcast. All that good shit. Um, if you guys like what me and Roy are doing, post it up in your stories. We'll share it. 
Vintage Axe Works, Mount Phillip Metal Works, and the Axe and Iron Podcast, all that good shit. Put a stupid song in the background. We don't care. Have fun. That's what we're Dude, doing. We're fucking having fun. I just noticed you're wearing sunglasses on your head and safety glasses above your That's eyebrows. Good. You look like such a fucking Shut idiot. up. You look like such an idiot. This is for people that actually work all day, Roy. <laughs> shit oh might my fly. God. I got to go in and out of the shop. My eyes fluctuate. I'm sensitive to oh, the light. Yeah, you're so <laughs> but yeah, so, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, next episode is going to be the dynamic duo Luke and Priscilla Smith from PL Smith. And they also do, you've heard me and Roy talk about the And They Make, which they started. Um, we are going to get them on the show uh, very, very soon. We're just working on scheduling. But yeah, this was a quick little recap episode of uh, going to upstate New York. Roy wanting to think big. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Thanks for all the support. Thanks Thank for all you the guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is a wrap on the X and Arm Podcast.